This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Daniela Gillette. Daniela is the host of the Life and Business Trailblazer Podcast. It's a podcast for creatives and innovators desiring to forge a new trail for their life and business. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Roman. I'm definitely excited to be here and look forward to the conversation that we're going to be having today. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Oh my goodness. Where do I start? I feel like, uh, I feel like my life should be a movie. Um, so long story short is that I was born in Haiti and uh, my family and I moved to the United States in 1994. And at that time I was three. Um, and so we settled in St. Louis, Missouri. And so that's really where I spent most of my young adulthood. Um, and then in August of 2011, I decided to transition to another school. And so I moved to Florida um, and I've pretty much been here ever since. Um, my original objective was actually to go to medical school, but uh, I did not get in after trying like three times. And so I, I fortunately was able to find a program that I could actually uh uh, pursue that would be a marriage between healthcare and technology. And so I received my master's degree from a local school here in biomedical informatics. And so my corporate job is I work as a data analyst for a health insurance company. And then on the side, I have several passion projects, um, one of which is the Life and Business Trailblazer podcast. Um, and I also have a beginner SQL course um, that will teach uh, individuals who have maybe little fa uh, familiarity with, with SQL or no experience at all. Um, and I'm going to pretty much just teach them the foundational um, concepts of SQL and how it, it, it actually is applied in the practical world. Um, and then I also uh, recently uh, released a resume writing uh, service. And so for anyone that is interested in um, modifying and amplifying their professional skills and I definitely will leverage um, those skills for them and I'll definitely assist them in amplifying that but really my journey uh, started with me in, um, in, in St. Louis and I am someone that really enjoys building community. I think that we can get so much further when we are working as a collective and so um, I have my podcast as a space um, that will um, really be a buffer and safe place for individuals like myself who have a corporate job and they just want to learn more. They wanna build on existing skills or projects and um, they really want to experience an amplified life. And so I have those spaces. And so a lot of my experiences, uh, both professionally and personally have allowed me to be the person that I am today. I'm a very evolved person. Um, and I definitely enjoy uplifting and empowering others. And so that's really my story. 
That's awesome. And you being a first generation immigrant, obviously you came here, like you said, three. I came to the U.S. when I was five uh, with my family from Ukraine. So how do you think that kind of uh, influenced your development or, you know, how, how did that help be, make you become who you are in terms of obviously coming from Haiti, Haiti in terms of an economic situation, you know, isn't the best. Ukraine was still under the Soviet Union when I came over and uh, the government's very corrupt there. So I think that helped mold who I am. How did that kind of help define who you are? Wow, I, I feel that my parents did a wonderful job in instilling um, humility in, in me. Um, being that they, you know, I'm a first generation um, American. We did not have a lot of resources, financial resources when we came here. And so my parents struggled a lot. And so watching them struggle definitely instilled humility, but then it also instilled a great work ethic um, because my parents are very, very strong people. And, and, and those are traits that you typically see in families that move from a different, uh, a different country into the, into the U.S. And so I have a lot of humility and I feel that my ambition and my drive is definitely what continues to allow me to succeed today because I am someone that I don't give up so easy. Um, I'm willing to fight the good fight, and my parents definitely did a wonderful job in instilling those two characteristics inside of me. Um, a lot of people that move to the U.S. from a different country, they're faced with many obstacles, and one of which is assimilating. You're trying to understand this culture, and you're trying to find a way to ingrain, ingrain your culture into this American culture and still try to find some kind of balance. And so... Um, I, I feel that for me, my experiences and kind of assimilating um, have humbled me because um, I do remember the times where my friends would actually make fun of the way that we dressed because we always had barrettes in our hairs and, you know, we spoke a little funny. And so I recall those experiences and I don't fault people who, you know, who bullied me, but I think that it definitely um, gave me a better understanding in how to treat people and how to build community, which is something that I'm really, really big on. Yeah, I agree. I think it adds to kind of one's own uh, emotional empathy or EQ. And then, I mean, as you know, a lot of tech founders, different company founders are first generation immigrants or the, uh, the, the children of immigrants. And that kind of defined that grit and what they had to overcome, you know, adds to their successes because regardless of what we're dealing with in the U.S., obviously the whole pandemic thing is global now but it's still a free market you're not governed you know by corrupt governments or other situations like in other countries so i think it's still something where many immigrants come here and with that kind of passion and that grit and it fosters a environment of growth and they kind of i guess fast track to their goals based on their experiences right 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 yeah and you know that's the that's the beauty i feel in um and, and kind of just like immigrants, we, we possess a lot of tenacity. And when we make a transition, a very big transition that involves our family, we definitely understand that change is coming. And we do our best to adapt to the new environment and still um, incorporate and include aspects of our culture that we want to extend to future generations. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Oh man, I, I, I really want to break generational curses financially. 
um, again, kind of with uh, with what I shared earlier, we didn't have a lot of resources growing up. And so for me, I never want to I never want to struggle in that in that sense. And I don't want my future family, like, like my future generation to struggle as well. And so what motivates me to succeed is the thought of not leaving an impact, the thought of having people around me struggle, especially when I know that with the resources and the advent of technology, those two combined can really make, um, can really change a family. And so for me, I want to leave impact. I don't want to struggle. I don't want my future family to struggle. And so I work hard to build a foundation that they can actually build upon when they are ready for that, for that transition and that time. Yeah, I agree. And uh, there's a lot of things in, in a free market that, you know, people can undertake. And especially now people are under quarantine or the shelter in place thing in terms of learning new skills and constantly redefining. I think it's important with education being available so freely in terms of uh, just at a click of, a, you know, a Google search that people really take advantage of it because there's a lot of people that can complain about their situations, which understandably there are some variables you can't control. But if you do want to make a change in life in terms of another goal, another career, you ultimately need to want to learn that. And that's kind of the first step. Right. I agree with you 1000%. And what I'm realizing with millennials and even older generations is that a lot of people don't really express or show the desire to learn I feel that a lot of them succumb to the pressure of trying to fit in. And most of this is due to social media. And so they waste all of this time um, being engulfed into someone else's life and they don't really spend a lot of time with their personal development. And I feel that if you are given an opportunity to, to make your life better, then you should definitely seize that opportunity because there are many people out there who want what you have and you have it and you're being remiss with it. So I, I always encourage individuals to look into their personal development and take the time to actually like sit with themselves and figure out who they are because we have a lot of copycats. And when you have a lot of copycats, you don't have leaders. And so that's a problem because if you're following something, if you're following someone, why are you following that something or someone? Can you cultivate that skill or, 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 or that characteristic within yourself? So people need to really figure that self like that, like that part out about them um, and not really succumb and try to fit into something that they probably should not be affiliated with. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, uh, social media is an inaccurate depiction of one's life. I mean, it's a highlight reel. Oftentimes, a lot of things are staged, especially in the quote unquote, influencer space. And I think it's important to kind of, you know, share your story and be who you are, even, you know, on uh, interviews on podcasts or in person interviews or building your brand. I think it's essential to tell your own story because it is impactful, regardless of what an individual may think of it and it may impact someone and not tell the story of who you you know want to become in five ten years so kind of avoiding that fake it till you make it but being honest and adding value i think is is the right direction to go i agree with you one thousand percent which is why i also encourage individuals to have um a positive self-talk exercise with themselves um, because let's face it, all of us deal with insecurities. We deal with doubts. 
We deal with just internal struggles that may have come from experiences when we were older or just childhood trauma. And so I am just a big advocate for practicing positive self-talk habits and really finding a way to get out of the internal struggle that we deal with on a daily or yearly basis. And so um, earlier this week, actually, I was listening to a YouTube um, um, audio from Abraham Hicks, who also goes by Esther Hicks. And so she was just talking about the ways that you can prevent doubt, self-doubt. And she said something very beautiful and I had to write it down. And so I actually want to read it to you right now. And so uh, she says, the time you correct the doubt is before you have it. You practice believing in things that are easy to believe in until the practice of positive expectation is just your practiced chronic nature. And that resonated with me because what it's telling me is you can stop this thought from happening, right? But start small, start with believing in something easy and then build up and build up to that, to that complex thought that you probably think that you could that you could not have achieved. And so um, I definitely encourage individuals to get in the habit of speaking life and affirmations into what they're doing. Because the, the reality is that we all are struggling with something and you don't wanna be your worst enemy. I feel that you should be uplifting and empowering yourself. So definitely um, practice those positive self-talk habits. Yeah, and I think, uh everything originates from you. I mean, ultimately, I think I, I, I've said on other shows and this shows it's you versus you. So, you know, letting negative uh, thoughts get to you, uh, succeeding, it's ultimately, you know, a mind game and being in the right state of mind and position, positioning yourself mentally to succeed is, is the first step to, you know, achieving or undertaking anything because oftentimes we're kind of our worst enemy in terms of taking a step towards a, you know, business decision, uh, you know, going back to school or anything else that's, you know, scary, that's not in our everyday kind of routine because the human uh, mind doesn't want to, you know, feel uncomfortable and wants you to kind of stay in a specific routine. So if you do break it, uh, you know, you have those kind of uh, fearful thoughts in the back of your mind, but ultimately you need to, you know, deal with them and, and take that first step. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so even even when you watch uh, Will Smith's life, he's someone that takes a lot of risks. And I was watching an interview with him a few years ago with Oprah um, and he made a comment that life life happens on the opposite side of fear. So if we're willing to address and face those fears, I really feel like that's when life begins. So what are you willing to take a risk on? Are you willing to stand up to the challenge and face those fears? Or do you want to recoil and stay in that safety net? Because being comfortable, staying comfortable is not going to teach you anything at all. And I've learned that personally in, in, in the variety of jobs that I've held. Um, when I thought that it was okay to just be quiet, I, I didn't get promoted. But the moment that I stepped out of my comfort zone and I was willing to, to take on projects and lead different initiatives, that is when I began to see change. And, I, and, and basically I started to get promoted. And so uh, what are you willing to take a risk on? What are you afraid of? And is that something that you're really afraid of? Or did you talk this negative thought process into your, into your daily routine? So you have to figure out what that is, but I really connect with that that life begins on the opposite side of fear. 
Yeah, and I think you just made a point or touched on it. I think uh, complacency leads to kind of a lack of innovation and advancement. It's kind of a, a dream and goal killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's one thing that you might have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Mm. That's an excellent question. Mm. I would have to say that for many years, I struggled with self-doubt, which is why I connect so deeply with uh, positive self-talk. And so when I realized that my habits, my thoughts were not conducive to what I was doing and how I was evolving, I had to combat that by implementing positive self-talk habits and, and just speaking life over my projects and over myself. And so that's a weakness. I, I would say that that's a weakness that I definitely turned into a strength. And so now I advocate more about self-talk and I advocate more about self-affirmation and just building yourself up. Um, because again, you can't be your worst enemy. If everyone around you is making fun of you or doubting you, you can't be in that same boat. You have to be in your boat where at least you have confidence in your skills and you trust that and that's going to lead you to the end zone. So that's what I would say for me is I, I struggled with self-doubt and then I found a way to get out of it. And don't get me wrong, I still, I still have small insecurities here and there. But again, I implement the positive self-talk approach and that has definitely helped me in stepping out of my comfort zone and experiencing some level of success. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, despite what you see on social media, not everybody isn't 100% of the time motivated all the time. Just like this, you know, hungry, you know, cheerful, upliftful person. Everybody struggles with something. Everybody deals with something. And I think it's important to realize kind of coming to terms with that. And like you said, doing what one needs to do to give themselves a recharge and that motivation and that kind of uh, a, cert a certainness level and, and keeping your eye kind of on the prize as well. Because oftentimes things get in our path personal professional i mean last year i've had a you know a lot of you know family stuff a lot of stuff with the foster kids my grandfather passing away and you know professionally that was a, a good year but personally you know these things kept being stacked in front of me and i think you know life happens and regardless of who you are someone is going through something or will go through something and it's how we kind of deal with it. I mean, we have two choices, either take a positive route or a negative route. But, you know, oftentimes we need to kind of deal with it ourselves in our own way. Right, right. And also, too, just to kind of add to that, the reality is that we all as individuals deal with personal things, professional things. And what matters is how we address those things. And I feel like for me, when we are able to be vulnerable with one another, that is how we connect. That is the common ground for human connection. It's what we actually are able to relate on. And when, when certain things happen to us in our lives, how are we addressing those, those, um, those situations? Because that's also important as well. Um, and so our attitude as we walk into different environments, into different deals, into different conversations, definitely have an impact on the, um, the result. So when we have these experiences, definitely take a look at how you're addressing them and, and, and the kind of attitude that you possess. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? Oh, man. 
Um, I would have to say this applies to the personal uh, realm as well as the relationship or a professional realm and in its relationships. Um, I want to read a quote by Margaret Wheatley that just talks about how nothing can exist in isolation, like er everything has to work together. Um, and so the quote goes like this, relationships are all there is. Everything in the universe only exists because it is in relationship to everything else. Nothing exists in isolation. We have to stop pretending we are individuals that can go it alone. And I want to amplify, highlight this quote because a lot of people think that they can get somewhere just by doing it themselves. But there is power in community. There is power in being a collective. And so look at your surroundings and identify the areas that definitely can be amplified. Um, and if you are struggling with connecting with people, um, I think that you need to first look internally um, and then see what it is that's preventing you from connecting with other people. But I just want to highlight the importance of having a network and having a community um, because it's important that we share information on who we know, um, but people also have to know you. And you cannot try to achieve grand success by operating from an individualistic perspective um, or stance. Community is all that we have and we have to build upon that. Um, and the last thing that I definitely want to share is that I have this new coin, um, coinage phrase that is called interdependent, like uh, lifestyle interdependency. Um, and so essentially what that means is that everything around you is dependent on each other and they must work in harmony for the betterment of you. And so for you to achieve that, one of the things that you have to start with is the right attitude. You can't operate from a place of chaos. The second thing is that you have to uh, acknowledge that um, everything is a community. Everything must work collectively um, and you can't try to reach success by yourself. And the last thing is that um, once you identify that things cannot exist alone, you have to apply action. So look into the different realms of your life and see how they can be, uh, be, be conjoined together, excuse me. Um, and then from that point, continue to uh, practice and implement those habits and you'll definitely experience success and more happiness in your personal and professional life. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important you touch upon in business or anything else, uh, you only get so far by uh, by yourself, I guess, um, going fast or like going far or whatever the saying is. So having like the right support system, like like-minded people around you that you can spit ideas of and people like mentors also that can put kind of a fast track to your goals and help you avoid some of the pitfalls you may be dealing with, but some of the things they've dealt with already and you can kind of, you know, learn from it and, and pivot from some of the mistakes you may make. Correct. Correct. And um, there is a book out there that is called Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi that I highly recommend that your listeners listen to. It definitely amplifies the importance of community and that your uh, net worth in a sense is dependent on your network. So you have to just build those social ties because again, we need other people to really get to that elevated place in our personal life and in our uh, professional life. So definitely check that book out. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for that uh, recommendation. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? 
Absolutely. And thank you again for having me. Um, For the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The handle is T-H-E-L as in Larry, B as in boy, Trailblazer Pod. Um, If you have any questions about lifestyle interdependency, then you can certainly reach out to me directly. Um, And my email is D as in Deborah, period. D as in Deborah, O-R-I-L-U-S at hotmail.com. Um, and if you want to connect with me on Facebook, then you can certainly find me under the name Daniela Gillette. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you again for having me, Roman. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.